0: is adam meister the bitcoin meister the disrupt meister welcome to this week in bitcoin super spreading bitcoin 2022 today is december the 17th 2021 strong and long-term thinking unapologetic solutions over sympathy innovation over interference. Buying over crying. Be a unique beast. Fitting in is overrated. One day closer to an all-time high. Yes, we are still one day closer to an all-time high. You people with your weak hands. Oh, it's the bear market. It doesn't matter. Even if it is the darn bear market, which I don't think it is, we're still one day closer to an all-time high. Bitcoin always returns to its all-time high. Hello, my elite friends. This is going to be a freaking awesome show i bring you the best guests in the space here every freaking friday and we got justin siegel making his return daniel prince is making his return and jeff roberts is making his debut on the show today okay he is a writer over at uh, decrypt which is a, a great publication a, far superior to coin telegraph and coindesk oh yeah baby if you want some regular mainstream crypto bitcoin no- news not noise You go over to Decrypted. He is doing a great job over there. And because he's the newbie on the the panel today, we're going to start off with him. Now, remember, everybody, check out the links below. All three of these dudes are linked to below, along with the discount code ADAM10 to get to the freaking Bitcoin conference, Bitcoin 2022 in Miami. We're going to talk about that. It's coming up pretty soon, April 6th to 9th, 2022, 2022. I will be there, but we will talk about it. But you got to buy your tickets right now. There's all sorts of promotions. It's linked to below. Seriously, go there. Miami is beautiful. It's free, and and I am going to be wild there. And well, I'm wild all the freaking time. This is really me. You'll get to see it in person. But let's let's stick with the, the news of the week here, okay? And um, my lord, uh, we, we we had inflation six point eight inflation six point eight percent inflation. Uh, People were, you know, concerned is the Fed going to taper. The Fed made some announcements. And uh, even though we have inflation and uh, the Bitcoin didn't go up in price and people are like, well, is it different this time? Are we going to in 2022? I mean, I've been saying for a while that we will probably go into a bull market. I mean, the bear market, if the pattern continues. 2018. It was after the 2017 freaking spike at the end. I mean, we're at the freaking spike at the end. It's, it's, it's 210,000 blocks away, but we only got up to 69,000. So there's some people, here, I'm gonna read this quote from uh, Mandrick, and then we'll get uh, Jeff's opinion here. Uh, I never thought this time would be different, but end of 2021 is feeling less like 2013 and 2017. I agree. Not sure what to think now. This is not bearish, a bearish tweet. Short to midterm is anyone's guess. I'm still bullish as F long-term, which is all that matters. To clarify further, I'm starting to believe the parabolic rise followed by a big crash. may not play out this cycle. Okay, this is legit. Mandrick is a dude that's been around for quite some time. He's, he's working with Baklava right now, so he couldn't be on the show today. But, uh, so is it th- different this time, Jeff?
1: Uh, yeah, you're th- first thanks for having me, Adam. Fun show to be on. Um your guy Mandrick, I think, is pretty sharp. because uh, I was going to invoke 2013, 2017, because people have been asking me, oh my God, it's 2017 all over again. You know, which means you had I would have had to seen that to know it. And um, 2013, I remember that. You know why I know about 2013? That's when I bought my first Bitcoin. I own less than one because I'm a reporter, no conflict of interest, but I had a story. I got sent out to go you know, cover Satoshi Square, people buying Bitcoin in the open air in New York City, in Union Square. So I bought one and I went out there, I thought I could maybe like buy T-shirts or something, no. And then I uh, forgot to expense the Bitcoin, thank God, because I bought it for 60 bucks. But then later that year, it went to $800 and I sold half of it because would it ever go so high again? So it's a really long way of saying I've seen these uh, you know peaks and crashes many times, but this is different. From 2017 because just the the base is so much broader there's millions more people involved institutions are involved um and just cryptos and bitcoin is just so much more permanent than it's been before that uh you know yeah i think i think Mandrix got it about right we'll see a dip but it's not gonna be like before last thing i'll say adam is you know the whole history of bitcoin if you followed it from the beginning is spectacular crashes bitcoin used to crash 95 percent, and then it Seventy percent. Now it still, you know, will will you know fall a lot, but those days are done. And also, the rebound has always been faster, like the par- parabolic thing. I can't even say that word right. Is is I'm not sure. I reject. It. I think that that's still at play, but this is not 2017.
0: Well, the, the the other point of it not being 2017 would mean that we're not getting to 100,000. Uh, dollars. Uh, well, in the next month and a half, I would say, and I think a lot of people are going to be disappointed. A lot of people were sure that uh, it, it was going to get to this was going to be the six digit round time. It, this this cycle was going to be so. You see it differently. I, I want to ask you about the the, the the. I mean, the bigger picture also that we didn't deal with in twenty thirteen and twenty seventeen, which would lead me to believe maybe we could get to a hundred thousand and not drop. You know, very low is that we have inflation. This inflation is real, dude. I mean, this is something we there's no, it's no comparison to the other times at all so i mean do you take that into account at all
1: uh you're i think above my yeah, pay grade I'm here in terms of you, baby. i'm sticking with you baby. all right in terms of inflation i don't know i've done a few stories on inflation and the smart people i talked to sort of said look it's baked into bitcoin price already so um you know we're gonna have to see what happens too i don't know the world makes no sense to me the other day like the fed announced is going to raise rates normally stocks tank Instead, everything went up. So, I don't know. I'm above my pay grade here. I think inflation is another case. We are, it's funny, the editor-in-chief of DecrypNite, Dan uh, Dan Roberts, we're just talking to Eric Voorhees, real Bitcoin OG, and he's convinced this guy's following. The government has finally printed too much money. This is it. Oh, buy Bitcoin now because it's all coming apart. I'm not sure I share that, but, you know, I think there's, there's a case to be made there.
0: And one thing I want to add that I think will... That could keep Bitcoin from getting too bearish, and that we did not deal with in 2017. Now, some people are going to co- some people are going to compare the ICO insanity of 2017 to Metaverse of uh, 2021. Uh, ICO stuff disappeared in, in 2018. Basically, I, I think this this Metaverse stuff is not going anywhere, and we're going to have a constant flow of interest. And you know, you you said the world doesn't make sense anymore. Well, yeah, so people are going to this metaverse to make their own little worlds and make their own little realities. I see the thing growing tremendously. um, And I see that bringing a lot of interest into the the, the cryptocurrency space as a whole and continuing to prop up Bitcoin. So I I, I know you've written some about the metaverse here and there. Do you think that will... Well, How do you compare NFTs in the metaverse to... uh, to, to the ICOs of 2017 and then their ultimate downfall in 2018. And do you think that they, this can help keep the market up?
1: Uh, yeah. ICOs, the metaverse, both overhyped. A lot of just kind of like shit coins. I don't know if I'm allowed to say that in this, on the show. But, you know, I think there is some parallels. But – Um, I think the difference here is, you know, the ICO is so many blatant scams, just so many like losers with white papers, you know, taking money from other losers. I think the difference with the metaverse is, you know, there's something there, but the big difference is big companies. You've got Twitter developing, you know, they're working on a project to make everyone's Twitter avatar, like a, an NFT through which you use Bitcoin to buy things. You know, we've got Coinbase who wants to be the identity layer for the metaverse for better or worse. That's the difference. We didn't have these, you know, giant public companies you know pulling out all the stops to make this stuff work i think that's a huge difference
0: this time around uh that's an incredibly good point point. pound that like button best guest in the space that was very good very good indeed all right daniel prince is it uh is it different this time in terms of the, of the bull bear market cycle are we entering a whole new realm of cycles Ooh, is, is uh,
2: yeah you can hear me okay
0: oh yes you're beautiful
2: um i recently interviewed alex spetsky who, who <laughs> he he nailed it uh and he said all your cycles are broken uh and i think uh he he's onto something he, you know all your models are broken sailor of course we, we know that but uh, he's going one one step further and saying all your cycles are broken and that's generational cycles and the the hundred year cycles and whatever else because here we have something that just doesn't give a fuck about cycles we've got bitcoin honey badger doesn't care and we have something that is so well seeped in fundamentals. Uh, you know, Safer Dean has talked about this a lot on his recent podcast. Actually, with uh, with Sailor, he was talking about. Um, I mean, they did a three-hour rip, but I've heard him talk about this before as well. Like, we are entering a stage of, of economics where, for the first time ever in human history, we have a constant. And that constant is the hard cap, and it's 21 million. Uh, so, why on earth are we even trying to apply any kind of technical analysis to this when we have just pure fundamentals? Like, that it's going to do what it's going to do. And why are we trying to read the tea leaves? Just keep stacking sacks, st- excuse mm. me, stacking sats as much as you can. Uh, and, you know, it's going to be what it's going to be. Uh, it's going to look after us. You know, the, the harder you work for Bitcoin, the harder it work for you in return.
0: Now, you, ju- you mentioned Alex Spetsky, and I smiled because Alex was recently on the show. And I love, I love Alex and his, his take on things. He gets, he gets straight to the point. And did you talk about his uh, Remnant article with him at all? Uh, are you familiar with that?
2: I've not uh, talked to him about the Remnant article, but I've listened to his Remnant podcasts where he's had uh, – he's explored the, the Remnant thesis, I think, about three different episodes with a handful of different guys.
0: Now, so I, I'm going I'm to try to tie that into to, to the subject at hand here. Um, there's, uh, I, I'm, I'm on board with him. Like, there's only a certain amount of reach out you can do to, to certain people and, and tell them about Bitcoin. You can't worry about everybody that wants to, you know, build a freaking NFT and say, hey, dude, sound money, come over here. Like, they'll, if they get into financial trouble, they'll find out about it the hard way, Okay. So uh, I I think we're going to get a lot of people coming to the space who have no interest whatsoever in, you know, big the, the, the Bitcoin is hard capped or listening to a three-hour podcast with Safe and Dean and, uh, and Sailor. That, that's pretty hardcore to, to be able to listen to that. I mean, even if you're the biggest Bitcoin fan in the world like me, I can't listen. I mean, I already know what they're saying. How much of that could be – I mean, do people just like – Get high off of that, or they like live through those dudes and stuff. I, I don't get. I mean, there's knowledge there, but I mean, after three hours, that's pretty darn long. There, but but, but going back to the point, going back to the point here of the, uh, I, I, I mean, I, I I really I love what Alex is doing. He's I think he's people should listen to him in terms of like, don't worry that other people are doing other things. Bitcoin speaks for itself, and if people freaking need it. They will find it, they will get the lifeboat, they will understand what uncensorable and unconfiscatable mean. I mean I, I still don't get it. With all everybody screaming about, you know, Twitter censors this, YouTube censors this, and then they don't and then people don't that say bit and then the same people say Bitcoin does nothing. Bitcoin. I mean, how can they say Bitcoin does nothing when the whole world is on a freaking uh, censorship uh, high here? Like uh, uh, no one should be able to speak their mind anymore. B- Bitcoin, you can support people financially that have been censored and there's nothing anyone can do about it. So I just ranted on. <laughs> you just, you know, you made me go off on a little bit of a, of a, of a rant there. Um, but I guess uh, th- the point is I- I'm getting that with you. uh, uh is do you uh, you don't give a darn about these. Uh, uh, you didn't mention Metaverse or anything like that. Do, do you care do you think that that influences what we're about to you know bull bear market cycles and whatnot?
2: No I think uh, I think you made a good point earlier. It's gonna it's probably a gateway drug for people to find Bitcoin. Uh, we've talked about this before in 2017 with the ICOs. I think a lot of people went through that, got burnt, got hurt left the space rage quit crypto and then came back a little bit later on and looked at it and like well why is this bitcoin thing still around when everything else i was studying at that time is dead and gone and then you've got to obviously take that next next step and pick up a book pick up an article and there's so much more content out there these days um you know perhaps they'll read that Svetsky article about the remnant and uh, it, there's something out there that's going to resonate with someone and you know referencing that three-hour pod again yeah, like an epiphany will go off for someone at some point. Not the whole thing, but there will be one sentence. This is what I found throughout my whole journey. There will be one sentence in a podcast, one sentence in a book, or in an article, or in a YouTube video, or something like this. All of a sudden, that clicks and that's joined a dot for me that I've been trying to join for the last fifteen years and just haven't been able to. And I think you know what what Bitcoin does is uh, it, it it really pulls this. It pulls people in because so many people are just trying to figure out what what's what's wrong like uh, why am I why am I left floundering at the end of each month why can I not get off this hamster wheel why can I not save for my future uh, what is broken here what is what is true anymore because I've been lied to for the last my whole life like you know whether that's the money whether that's food whether that's health whether that's nutrition whether that's uh, drugs, whether that, um, you know, medical uh, medicine, everything has just been shrouded in, in such a cloud of BS that um, when they do start falling down the rabbit hole of Bitcoin and realizing, hang on a minute, we, we, we do have something here. We have this constant, we have this hard cap. That sounds interesting. What could that mean for me personally, for my family, for my future? And how does that affect, you know, all of us? You know, once a civil- civilization, you know, starts taking hold, you know, what what kind of create uh, societies can we create around this thing, around hard money? And um, it's just an amazing time to, to be alive and watch this unfold.
0: You know, pound that like button for the epiphany moment. And that's what i've had my epiphany moment so long ago that's why i can't take three hour podcasts but this is the awesome thing when you get that and if you haven't had the epiphany moment yet yet then listen very carefully to the three hour podcast because you got to find it within there those those are some smart dudes and they're they're bringing up every single great point that there is but when you get that epiphany moment people it's zen okay at that point, you understand what value your wealth in Bitcoin means. You understand what one day closer to an all-time high means, that you don't have to freak out every single darn day when it goes down by 5,000 or goes up by 5,000, okay? When you, when you have, re- get, have that true understanding, nothing can shake you. Nothing can, can break your strong hand. But I got to say, there are so few people in the overall cryptocurrency space that have had that epiphany moment because they are doing all sorts of trading. I mean, trading is still the biggest darn thing in this space. Speculation. I mean, trading NFTs is insane. And again, I'm a guy who understands that NFTs are not money, that there there could be a big future in NFTs. But dude, to, to be like, oh, what's the latest NFT to drop? You're not some art aficionado, dude. What are you doing? Learn, get back to basics here, people. I mean, it, it's a bit, you know, the art aficionado aspect of NFTs that is very much similar to the ICO craze. That is because, I mean, everybody and their brother is, is, is an art, you know lives in a museum is a museum expert you, you're from new york now or paris or something i mean it's, it's insane you think this stuff has value and you're waiting for this one to drop that one to drop. i mean again there's a lot of good things that that can happen with nfts in terms of marketing and, and whatever it's not money um uh, but geez, some people just the gambling aspect the gamblers have not reached epiphany all right enough let us go to just justin what do you think is it different this time and uh what, what are you up to in Texas?
3: What's going on? Um, so I guess the bottom line is in some ways uh, this market is different. And in other ways it is not different. So I think the, the actors in the space and the composition of the market certainly lead to different price dynamics. So in that sense, I think the market is different. Um, but in the way the, the market is not different is that this is pretty much a race to the finish line to uh, to accumulate as much Bitcoin as you can. And um, the the design of Bitcoin is pretty much like a binary outcome. Either Bitcoin succeeds or Bitcoin fails. And on the path there, uh, it seems to me like Bitcoin is designed to cause the most harm to the most amount of people uh, in terms of trading and trying to time price action so bitcoin will continue to uh surprise everybody who thinks they have it figured out and uh take your money if you're trying to trade it all right good advice you keep it real simple you i mean you've already reached
0: out to the beginners and are just like don't trade but uh few listen to that because every (laughs) the trading only gets bigger and bigger and those companies involved with it um yeah they 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 own uh they have naming rights on arenas now so uh the, the people uh doing uh, the this you know the solid financial uh reasoning uh they're, they're a minority the 20 percenters, should we say okay but before we move we're going to move on from uh, is it different this time does anyone else have anything to say about that that subject matter uh before we move on to the the article by Jeff Roberts uh dealing with the the political divide i I think it's a manufactured political divide and any any takers on uh is it different this time okay again i want to i want to thank everybody who supports the show who was offset classified and paul samuelson uh we only need 85 dollars for the next one bitcoin show we had one on wednesday check it out it is linked to below and again also in the links your your adam 10 discount code to go to the miami event uh it's the bitcoin magazine it's Bitcoin 2022, 30,000 freaking people. It's going to be a super spreader event, a super spreader event of Bitcoin knowledge, baby. All right. So let's, <laughs> Jeff, you wrote, you wrote an article, uh, where you, uh, you observe, uh, it, it, you know, the, the, the congressional hearings were not as, uh, not as insane as one would think. I mean, Bitcoin didn't get, uh, not that i mean that brad sherman went wild on uh, bitcoin but other people didn't it seems like people on the right are sort of warming up to it a little bit and we we've got uh, that the democrats at least in the united states may be blowing an opportunity here because um bitcoin can help everyone no matter left or right it, it it's insane but there are some people that just because maybe libertarian people jumped on the bandwagon first, that because of it's helped them, it's helped some libertarians become very wealthy, that it must be bad. And thus, yeah, we, we can't even think of ways to open our minds how this might help people on the left. So t- t- tell us about th- your article, and it's linked to it below, and, and your thoughts on this subject matter. matter
1: yeah, I think the title says it all. Um, Democrats are blowing the Bitcoin vote, and they are. It's just they're 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 making a mistake, um, and you're right. You know, I go into why that might be. Um, I think it's because Bitcoin is rooted in libertarian views, and which is fine. And I think a lot of progressive Democrats disagree with those people political, politically. But it's foolish to write off Bitcoin's potential, especially because who are Democrats' core voting blocks? Young people, uh, Black Americans, both of whom are over-indexed on Bitcoin. Bitcoin. They own more Bitcoin than the general population does. And one reason they do is I think they're really, you know, kind of uh, turned on by the accessibility, you know, it's the democracy of it, the whole bit. And I just think the Democrats are ignoring that at their peril. Uh, real quickly, the congressional hearing, you're right, Adam, that wasn't as much of a gong show as I thought it was. I've watched these things for years in the past to be someone's like, oh, Bitcoin's for criminals, blah, blah, blah. And it was just like nonsensical and stupid. This time, most of the congressmen, including the Democrats, did their homework. Even progressives like AOC and the guy who represents the Bronx pointing out they have a lot of low-income constituents who are, you know, using Bitcoin and crypto to, you know, for remittances to save money and financial inclusion. So that's a huge leap forward. Unfortunately, the party of is still, the Democrat party is still being defined by Gary Gensler and Elizabeth Warren, who are just out there bashing it day in, day out. And it's turning off a lot of people. And I just think they're making a mistake. Midterm elections are coming up. There's a lot of people out there who actually will vote on a politician's Crypto position, You know, I mean, I'm a reporter. I got sort of, you know, think about all sorts of things when I vote. But there's, you know, a growing number of people who are going to vote purely based on Bitcoin and crypto. And it's foolish of the Democrats to keep insulting them and writing them off.
0: What do you think about the uh, growing crypto lobby? <clears throat> Is it, um, will, well, I mean, will this become a serious issue that could... Uh, a high-ranking issue in in uh, midterm elections for certain uh, uh, congressional people. I mean, the, I don't like lobbying. Okay, I, I don't like it at all. But they. It seems like it is on, on, in the system that we currently have in the United States of America. It, it's necessary to scare these dudes into not <laughs> into not uh, over-regulating Bitcoin. So, uh, what do you, what do you think about the lobby?
1: Um, Well, I mean, it's, you know, you you speak for the Bitcoin community and your listeners, you know, it's up to you guys, you know, what to choose. All I can tell you is that big banks in Washington, D.C. have been playing this game for 100 years, have like greased senators and congresspeople and cabinet members for decades they're doing it and if you want to fight with one hand tied behind your back okay or just having a part of it okay i just think the political reality in the us if you just said is you know money talks in american politics you know i don't think it should but this is the world we live in and you know there's a lot of very you know there's the amount of crypto or bitcoin millionaires and billionaires are huge and you know if they took the time to go and flex their influence a bit more more and more of them are doing that through the blockchain association coin center places like that you know i think it couldn't hurt so but i mean that's one for you and your community to figure out amongst yourselves
0: now you're still you're based in new york aren't you
1: uh, i lived in brooklyn for a long time i now uh, i had a dog and a baby so i moved to colorado
0: Oh, pound that like button, baby! <laughs> I didn't know, but yeah, you. I mean, you you mentioned the Bronx, and I mean, you're familiar with the whole how how it works over there, uh the, the Northeast. You're very familiar with the Northeast. Why why is Elizabeth Warren? Does she just need a scapegoat? Why does she? Why is she going off on crypto so much? I mean, uh, what's your theory? <laughs> I I
1: think it's you know she's a populist. She likes. Bashing things. And in the case of crypto, I just think, you know, it's, I don't want to be ageist, but there's kind of what some people call a geriatocracy in the Democratic Party. Everyone who makes the policy is 75 or older, and that's unhealthy you know why? It's because people of that age don't like using that te- new technology. Maybe some of them do, but it's so much easier just to dismiss something and come up with a sort of like a stereotype or character of it than to actually try it, you know, get used to it. Because I'm telling you, the younger Democrats, I think both because they genuinely, it's of their generation. They like it. Uh, and they might not like it, but they're certainly interested in it. Whereas like Elizabeth Warren, it's just uh, she's shooting the party in the foot over and over and over again.
0: Wow. I, I like your uh, bringing up the geriatocracy in all parties the democratic party to have it be led by these old people um and there's nothing wrong with being at all there's i mean but this is this is a moment you know with cryptocurrency i mean it, it could it could cause a split uh or it, it could uh help uh split the party even more it, it could be the final straw that makes because they, they Uh, There's definitely splits on other issues, too, uh, within the party. So, yeah, very good article, very, very great observations here. Now, uh, we'll we'll stick with the the American here before we go to Daniel, because I I wanted I'm interested on on the European take on this, of course. But uh, Justin, do you have anything to say about the Elizabeth Warrens of the world and the the political aspect of uh, uh, the politicalization of of Bitcoin?
3: Yeah, I just wanted to ask uh, Jeff a question. And if this lobbying effort uh, does fail and the United States government turns hostile towards cryptocurrencies generally, uh, do, you th- do you think anything else has a chance of surviving uh, outside of Bitcoin in a, in a hostile environment?
1: Well, I mean, if things, if like basically the US pulls a China on Bitcoin and on crypto here, I mean, I think the, you know, bitcoin will be the the last one standing if there's like a full-on global assault on crypto you know i think bitcoin's going to be the survivor but i'm not that apocalyptic i just think you know too many people are realizing it's a big industry and at the congressional hearing people kept mentioning keep this up guys everyone's going to leave america and doing it in singapore or switzerland or whatever and i
0: think people are getting that message um justin i know why you asked that question that was based on a tweet uh, there, there was some guy that said that it's going to be different this time, the cycle because um, the Bitcoin will get regulated uh, but the the centralized ones like Solana will be favored by the government. Uh, is, is that what you' is that, is that where that question came from Justin because you you retweeted that tweet I know.
3: Uh, I'm not sure which tweet you're referring to, but I, I just think this whole lobbying effort, is kind of a way to to cozy up to bitcoin in terms of like its value proposition and then all these other crypto projects once they garner favor kind of just bash bitcoin in terms of like its energy consumption or you know it's used for criminals or whatever use case they want to bash bitcoin for it's kind of seeming to me like they're playing both sides of the coin in order to you know play the game of politics which Bitcoin doesn't really need to play. They they could easily take out the stable.
0: The stable coins are a shield of Bitcoin. They can, I mean, if this is all about virtue signaling by Elizabeth Warren, she can go wild on the stable coins and and she might go down this path and, and, and just say, look, I beat those evil drug dealers, smugglers, and we've regulated the stable coins now. And I'm so, but and Bitcoin will be untouched. And so uh, I I, 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 wanted, I wanted to throw that into the mix also um, in terms of, uh, you know, the, the, making this a left-right type of issue. They – I mean so, some leftists like her might just – Bitcoin might be fine. Uh, we'll, it might be totally ignored and they might – we'll see what true centralization means and what being decentralized is all about if they try to pick a scapegoat here. But they're not going to pick – Bitcoin, if they try to do some type of horrifying regulation, Bitcoin will do the best out of all the others. It doesn't have that centralized point of failure. They just they're just much easier targets if they want to make an example out, out of something in, in cryptocurrency.
1: Can I jump in for a second, Adam? Yeah, Justin, I think you're onto something there. I think the end game of the US government is to try to find a crypto they can tame and bring in-house. And I think they're going to do that with dollar back stable coins. They want something they can control. That's just the imperative of government. That's what they want to do. Um, and also, I mean, the U.S. government, What the other thing they're worried about is the U.S. dollar is the world's reserve currency, and they see increasingly people wanting to get away from that because the U.S. keeps trying to use this instrument of foreign policy and impose its policies on other people and will take the swift banking system away unless they play ball. So that's leading people around the world to want to get out of that and go to crypto as a great alternative because it's decentralized. So, you know, the U.S. just better be careful. You know, and yeah, you know, Bitcoin, no one's going to take Bitcoin. I'll, I'll agree with you on that. But that's part of the game here, too. I agree the U.S. government's looking for something centralized they can make their own
0: and a pretty safe bet bitcoin is not going to be that all right and justin the tweet i was referring to that you retweeted was on december 12th it was by kyle samani you said a shining shining example of a fiat maximal a fiat maximalism Uh, and kyle's uh thread was why is why the next bear market will not be like the last one and in fact we may not have a bear market at all or we may have half a bear market depending on your perspective and, uh, and Justin, you said, imagine the mental gymnastics to arrive at the conclusion that Bitcoin will be banned, but these VC chains chug right along. And, and I agree. And that was part of Kyle's point was that yeah, that uh, Bitcoin could be hurt, but his, you know, Solana and whatever he supports will, will be fine. And that I, I totally disagree with, uh, with with that that point of his. I I, I agree with you that uh, the sent the centralized ones if they're going to try to take down all the cryptocurrency the, the easier targets are the centralized ones like he uh like, like that, that that Kyle supports he, he supports uh, Sol- Solana so I don't know if you have anything to say about now that I've refreshed your m- mind there uh Justin do you have anything to say about Kyle or, or or that
3: yeah his thread was about like the the tech crypto versus the money crypto and you know trading these coins for fiat gains is is fine i guess good for him but i mean the the value proposition of bitcoin is to have a property right that doesn't rely on the state to protect it right bitcoin stands alone it's either going to survive or fail based on its own merit and to come out and just you know ignore that value proposition and Assume that Bitcoin's going to be in trouble because somebody's going to come after it, but all these other VC coins will just skate on by because they'll favor, you know, regulatory support. Um, kind of goes against the ethos of the whole space in general, if you ask me.
0: All right, uh, and that again, that goes back to: is it different this time? I mean, he there's plenty of people tweeting about, you know. Worrying, you know, about uh, the the situation since it does not resemble twenty seventeen at this point or twenty thirteen. Uh, Jeff, I know you got to go pretty soon. Um, I, I want to, but uh, before we get to, uh, to Daniel's take on, on on the politics here, I just wanted to get your take on the the overall uh, the 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 Bitcoin media space here. I don't know. Uh, I asked you before the show if you were going to be at the, if you were at the Miami conference uh, that I was at in twenty twenty one and you weren't there. But uh, do you think uh, you, you will be there this year and? Uh, what do you think about some of the vilification in the mainstream? Because some of the people that were at the freaking conference that were from the media, I mean, they looked like they were scared. <laughs> they were scared uh, uh, of what was going on. It was, and then the articles they wrote, they they made it seem like everyone was going to catch a disease because they were. They, they said it was a super spreader event. That that's what they they focused on. And, and the, the libertarian crazies that don't wear masks. Uh, so, will you be at the uh, at Bitcoin twenty uh, twenty? Too. And uh, what is your take on uh, you know, the, the, the mainstream media's uh, role in uh, vilifying Bitcoin or, or, or bringing the truth out about the cryptocurrency space to, to the, the, the people?
1: Well, first, thanks for the invite. I'd like to check it out. I've never been to Miami. I know shame on me. Our editor in chief, uh, Daniel Roberts, was there and had a blast. The party sounded fun. The people sounded fun. So I'll do my best to be there next year, Adam. In terms of the media, um, I just I think I urge you guys to take the, the broader picture of this. I haven't covered this for 10 years. I've written, seen articles like Bitcoin is dead. Like back in 2013, you know, there'd be a hundred of those articles, and it's just so much easier to do these like cheap shots and so on. And there still is a lot of hostility in the mainstream media, especially at the New York Times and Financial Times. But it's getting better. It really is. I mean, there's like tons of people at Bloomberg who understand it now. The Wall Street Journal, and slowly, these people are persuading their bosses. Um, you know, again, you know, people fear things they don't understand. It's a lot easier to caricature it. Um, and yeah, I think there was some probably coverage that would understandably have pissed you guys off coming out of bitcoin miami but it's like way better than five years ago i don't know if that's
0: saying comfort but things are going in the right direction all right well you guys at decrypt you don't do the clickbait nonsense there's, there's a lot of clickbait nonsense out there be be careful you mentioned the edit uh, the other roberts is he related to you
1: he's not he is like a jewish guy from new england i'm a west coast guy uh but we are good friends uh, no relation though
0: Okay, there, there, there we go. I thought, all right, awesome. Well, I, I, I enjoyed your debut on the show today. I don't know if you got to go now or whatever. I know you said you, you might have to go 15 minutes beforehand.
1: Yeah, but I got th- a little kid I got to put down, but you guys are total live wires. So thanks for uh, letting me have a platform. Uh, thanks to all your listeners, and that was a lot of fun. Thank you, Adam.
0: You do what you do, best guest in the space. Pound that like button. All right, uh Daniel. Now we'll, we'll get to you about the politics here. So we've talked about the left-right divide in the United States of America. Uh, it, it seems like the Democrats are, are missing out on this. What's the deal in Europe? Has it has it split that way? And what's the deal in England? You've got you're, you're a British man living in in France right now, so you you, get, you got exposure to. Is England is different than the rest of Europe? It, it, there's there's it, there's there's a difference, or maybe there's not. But it, what's up?
2: Yeah, it's. Um... Ah, oh, interesting. Looking across the pond at, at the States and you in the you know, like this whole two party system. Uh, and in Europe you 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 tend to have a, a few more, like a, a handful of parties. But at the end of the day I, I've I've come to like realize they're all sock puppets. They don't matter. They're being controlled from up above. Uh you could run like the most despicable campaign, like you know, like the Trump thing. Um you know, that, that divided America, what did it achieve? What were the results of, of that campaign and that presidency? You know, 50% divide. What were the results of Brexit and, and and that campaign? Why did Cameron even announce a referendum? Like, where did that come from? No one can even answer that question. Um, you know, there's, there's a quote about this and I'll have to paraphrase, but you know, if if you see a situation you don't understand, you know, look at the results and you can infer the intent. And if mass confusion and, in, and, and complete division of a nation and hysteria are the results of the last four to eight years that we've watched this play out, then you can infer the intent. Um, and Ian Davis did uh, a, a great um, article, I think it's off the Garden or not on the Guardian uh, website. when Whitney Webb referenced this um, infographic on her interview with, with Marty Bent. And it's called the global public-private sector, I believe. And it's—I've uh, it's, tweeted it several times. And um, it kind of has this top-down structure of of who might be. Obviously, you can't write these things in stone. Who might be they? You know, like uh, in air quotes. Um, and it's pretty stark reading, I gotta say. When you when you look at this, and then you apply that lens to the policy decisions that have been made. Throughout your lifetime, you could probably apply that too, and then just try and figure out actually who are pulling the strings here. And then, then you look at like the level of government, and they're just policy enforcers, man. That's all they are. They're not making the policies, they're enforcing the policies. And they've got these lobbyists um, and these, uh, you know, three letter acronyms sitting right above them, whether that's the WHO or the WEF or um, Chatham House or whoever else that uh, you might want to, um, uh, you know throw in the mix and at the 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 very top of this and of course the central banks around the world and then the bank of banks bank of international settlements i've come to the conclusion that you know there is no left or right uh no red or blue team nation state wins every freaking time right it's just a clean sweep it doesn't matter which flapping head is on your television set every day, telling you like, "Who do we have now? This this woman, Saki? Is that is that Saki? <laughs> um, like, it's unbelievable watching that woman or um, Jacinda Ardern or Boris Johnson. <laughs> I mean, these people, they're, they they they're just they're not they're not even real. Like, they they're just so compromised. They've they're, 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 I cannot believe the childhood trauma, some of the trauma, some of these these people have been through. Johnson, a classic example, which is the public oity-toity schoolboy from the UK with, you know, daddy troubles, by the way, whose father has written at least four or five books on population control throughout Mm -hmm. his life. And now who is the incumbent prime minister of the UK, you know, insisting people boost their children to the absolute freaking hilt with like a product that doesn't work, hasn't worked the last four variants, but all of a sudden it's going to start working for this one it's just complete nonsense so having something like bitcoin which is completely apolitical is just such a breath of fresh air for people to to grab onto because you know it is steeped in truth people call it blockchain i call it a truth chain we have a ledger that is absolutely 100 percent pure and has been since the 3rd of january 2009 the genesis block to this block that's just passed every single transaction has been audited down to the last 100 millionth unit. And it's gonna do that again in another 10 minutes. But why are we even talking that this is it? There's nothing else like it. And it's a shame Jeff's dropped off. Um, we, we could have got into that and, and all of the NFTs and the other coins that uh, he, he might be covering. Uh, and, and then just to swing back to, well, you know, his his article um, and he, he referenced Gensler now, I don't know, man, like, is he, is he like, that? right now, he, he just seems to be the man on the spot. And so what's he doing right now recently with the, uh, the regulations that he was throwing down? Uh, correct me if I'm wrong in anything I say, I'd love to get into discussion about it. But, you know, like the crypto regulations at the SEC, uh, you know, saying basically anything that had a pre-mine is now going to be, be um, classed as a security. I mean, that's huge. And that's going to appease the Warrens of the world. And that's going to appease all the other people that are jumping up and down and making noise. We need to uh, regulate crypto and all of this kind of crazy stuff. That's great. The people that are holding it and trading it and whatever else, yeah, it's going to piss them off. But they don't care about the voters. Never have. (laughs) They don't care. But what's he said about Bitcoin? Bitcoin's complete opposite to that. There's no... There's no proof of stake, there's no pre-mine, there's no centralized structure, there's no CEO. So what is it? It's a commodity, it's an asset, it's property rights, you know? So he's appeasing us at the same time. In fact, the Bitcoiners are sitting there rubbing their hands like, <laughs> what? This this literally could be the end like uh, for all the other crap. Uh, and I was speaking to Danny Scott, who's the CEO of Coin Corner in Isle of Man. They're based out of the Isle of Man and they serve Europe and um, and the UK. Uh, brilliant exchange. They want to be Bitcoin only, but they've got some leftover rubbish on their um, on their exchange. Uh, and he was saying this, this could be the green light for us. Now it's classed as a security. This could be the way for us to just like nicely kick that off the exchange. Nice and gentle and just explain to our customers we cannot list this now because yada 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 see you later goodbye we advise you to buy bitcoin instead um so there's a lot there to unpack Uh, i'd love to get anybody's anybody's thoughts on that uh, i
0: i will i will say one thing here uh your your team nation state wins every time yes it does so you you really shouldn't worry about left or right too much you should i mean it's It's collectivist versus the individual. And most people don't even grasp what an individual is anymore. They just blindly follow what Boris tells them to do. I mean, that was scary what what Boris is telling people to do. Or what Jacinda is telling people to do is it's even scarier. I mean, I do, I mean, what a control freak she is. So one does have to wonder what happened in her childhood. I mean, I have no idea. I mean, I mean, the, the straight out things that almost resemble 1940s Germany that she says to her own people, it's, it's, it's incredible. I, I, I mean, the, there's no shame there. There's no shame. And, and so, but most people do not realize that there is a, you know, you can, you can opt out of the nation state system. The Nate, that it just is. It just is. Political politicians are to be worshipped, they're to be put, and bureaucrats are to be listened to blindly. That it, it just it, I mean and, and and then again that goes that goes to the remnant again. Uh is the people, the the very few, the 1%, the, the 20%, whatever you want to say we are, we are out of that matrix and we understand what what I mean the amazing uh you know. A door that Bitcoin has opened for, for us to, 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 to give us that uh, life wrath at, at, out of that uh, tradi- traditional world that unfortunately has been the way of the world for quite some time. Now, you, you bring up Gensler and all those dudes. And I mean, uh, they and I, I'm not an expert on securities law and, and whatnot. It, it, it seems to me that their main the you know beyond Elizabeth Warren the politicians like Elizabeth Warren the bu- the high ranking bureaucrats are very much threatened by uh, the ability of other people to print dollars and thus the 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 stable coins it, it's something they're very uh, deep into right now and you're right a lot of Bitcoiners cheer. That oh yeah good let them let them attack that that those s coins let them let them do that let them uh, you know that's good for us and in a sense it's good for bitcoiners that the these people aren't wasting their time crying you know these bureaucrats aren't trying to shut down bitcoin at the same time I don't like um, bureaucrats exerting any force on on any private entity at all um, so um, indeed. Uh, there are so many uh, scenarios that could happen where altcoins and or certain altcoins and, and certain uh, stablecoins could be could disappear, uh, but it will be through the force of the ignorant government, and uh, I, I'm I'm no fan of that. Uh, Just, did you have any thoughts on, on the, what uh, what uh, D- Daniel said?
3: Not really, man. I'm so beaten down by this whole political environment with coronavirus, with, you know, what's going on with our money, with this power grab, with all of it, man. I, I'm just so dejected, disheartened. And honestly, I'm just voting with my dollars, voting with my feet and buying Bitcoin and hoping for the best.
0: <laughs> well, you, talk, you talk about de- being feeling de- dejected and, that you have, you shouldn't feel dejected because just what you said—you voted with your feet, you voted with Bitcoin. You are out of that matrix, so you're in the Bitcoin overlay, as I say. It, sure, if you see what is happening in normie world, I mean, it's scary. It, it, it just how obedient and compliant these people are. But you got to understand: if you own Bitcoin, you're not in that world anymore. You, you're above it. You're, you're in the overlay, and, and, and it shouldn't, it shouldn't get you down. You. you there's no reason to, to worry about, uh, w- you know, what the latest mandate is from the redhead on TV. I mean, uh, <laughs> or, or the the 80 year old man uh, Italian guy on TV. Who cares what they have to say? You, and then that's the, one of the cool things about being in Texas. Uh, and in my experience in Texas is everybody's living their life, and people just do not worship uh, the, the people on TV. In Manhattan, uh, no, I mean they, they are canceling events. Because there's a new variant. It's insane. They're letting, they're not being individuals. They're being part of this collective, this horrible, uh, you know, collectivist society where all of your, you no longer make decisions for yourself. You no longer live your life. You live your life uh, for for others, uh, for whatever the collective defines as good. And it's so simple. Once you have Bitcoin and your your money is not controlled and your future is not controlled anymore, you, you, you do what you're gonna do. So uh, uh, keep doing what you're doing. Keep being in, this this is the gateway to in the true individu- individualism, uh, Bitcoin. So wow, we've we've gone on all sorts of uh, deep uh, philosophical tangents here today. This is uh, this is good stuff. Uh, let and, me see and you- just
2: to, just to build on that point, Adam, I said- uh, that there's, yeah, I I took my kids out of the education system uh, as well. Uh, and when you leave these systems, you, you, you cannot believe like that. It's like an elephant got up off your chest, you know? Um, and a lot of people, a lot of Bitcoiners in the space as well are taking full control of their, of their health, whether that's uh, joining a gym, changing their diets, uh, you know, coming off drugs, giving up alcohol, giving up, um, uh, when I mean drugs, excuse me, I, I mean like, um, you know, prescribed drugs that they might have been on and believed in for the last 10, 15 years. Yes. These stories are endless. They, they they, truly are endless. And when you say like Bitcoin opens a door, not only does it open that one Bitcoin door, but, you know, you can step back and look left and right down the corridor. And all of a sudden, every door is open. And you're like, wow, this is madness. And then when you, there's a great blog post, actually, by um, I am Mark Manson on on Twitter. It's called uh, the subtle art of N- not giving a F. I-, I won't say it. It's an amazing read. It's a very very short read. He has put it into a book, uh, and I bought that book for a couple of people this Christmas. Because if they're not going to read the Bitcoin books I buy them, then then I hope <laughs> to you know read the uh, read the books that's going to you know turn their minds upside down.
0: Dude, and... uh, but you're talking about Mark Manson, mm-hmm. the life advice that doesn't suck, the subtle art of not giving an F. Yep. Yeah, I have that open, dude. I I must have gotten it from your feed or something. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I, I haven't opened I haven't read it yet. But we're on that. the same wave, like this is awesome. Pound that like button for smart people. Continue. You,
2: you read that, you read that, you will die laughing. But if he if he's not a bitcoiner yet, he's on his he's truly on his way. And and people like uh you know, like Tim Ferriss, for example, he he's not found it yet, but he will do because he wrote the four-hour work week. He understands that you know we we're not born on this planet. Just to live the life that they want us to lead on that hamster wheel, uh, you know that they, they want to take our kids from the age of three or five years of age and just frog march them through a state schooling system, steal twelve years of their childhood so that they can then just go on and become like a, like a, a tax body that they can just siphon wealth and time and energy and value from. It's it's disgusting. Uh, Bitcoin fixes all of this. And it's just amazing to see that the people that have found Bitcoin are finding these other rabbit holes to fall into and start writing about. Um, it's just I, I'm bullish as F. There's there's no stopping this thing. You can't put the genie back in the bottle. Uh, there are too many people stepping up and coming up with just the most amazing analogies and ideas and, uh, you know, tying all of this in back through history and, and, and pointing out where money has failed in the past. And like I was saying before, we, we have this this money. We, we have a constant. We have fundamentals like we've never known before. Rewrite the history books. Rewrite the economics books. This is something new. It's going to the moon. Stack as much as you can. It's here to stay. And it's going to change all of our worlds. And we should just be happy that we are part of this and we get to be here and witness it. Uh, it's very, um, it's very humbling.
0: All right, I added Mark Manson's link to the links below. Remember, guys, you know, cl- check, always check out the links below. It's not just about, uh, you know, d- b- you know, drooling and listening. It's it's about you doing your homework afterwards. I'm going to do my. I, I've I've had this on my to do list all day to read his thing. I obviously do not have time, so hopefully. Uh, uh, I, I will be able to read it during uh, Shabbat here, uh, which is uh, we're going to enter uh, pretty pretty soon. I, I, you know, before we do our, our, our conclusion and we talk a little bit about Miami real quick, I, I do want to say you, you bring up the the schooling, and um, that is kids are an attack vector. Okay, when when you have kids, you're you're, you're putting yourself out there. I don't have kids, so you've got kids. Uh, our previous guest who left the show had kids. You got to go take care of his kid and everything, and so this situation that we've lived in through the almost last two years with this virus, it has been so hard on the people that have kids because they all, you know, fitting in is so much, so many people value fitting in. They don't want to just take their kids out of the public school or the private school and be labeled, you know, Oh, you're a homeschooler. You're, you're a hater. You're, you're a freak or or whatever. Um, and, and just leave that traditional, uh, what is considered traditional now is just, you know, sending your kids to a private or public indoctrination center. That is normal. And now, and they've taken it to a new level, these so-called educators, where they also take care of your health there, even though the kids were never threatened by this darn thing. So the stress that I have seen some parents go through because of this, it, it, it must be so hard. So I give you all the credit in, in the world for having the cojones to not care about fitting in and they just care about your do- what is best for your kids. And clearly it is easier to not give an F about fitting in when you are in the Bitcoin overlay. So you parents that are out there that are really stressed out right now, I mean, you know, drill down to what really matters to you and, and how much does fitting in really mean? Because the, part of the reason everything has been able to happen, all this insanity that's we've seen these last two years uh, has been carried out because so many people just want to, they, they don't want to be individuals. They want to fit in. They they do not care. And Bitcoin is the key to, to not fitting in. It is the financial key to it. And so you, you don't have to give an F once you have the Bitcoin. All right. What you, you don't have to, but some people still do because they want to fit in still. So I, I, I just wanted to add that and and praise you for, you know, looking out with, 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 you know, for your kids, instead of worrying about, you know, fitting in with the with with the other parents and and, and what's cool i mean you're 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 living the bitcoin overlay life over there
2: (laughs) i I just put a a link for you adam if you want to share with uh, the people that are watching this uh we're hosting um three times a week generally on clubhouse uh via galileo com, who are a uh, self-directed education platform for kids aged you know 8 to 18 uh that's what my three of my kids use um but we, we're keeping the conversation alive about alternative education and the choices that parents and families have that they probably weren't even aware that were, were open to them. And, and if anybody is doubting the state education system or the private school or whatever else, and they're seeing uh, problems arise with um, with their kids in these strange times, uh, there, there's a community out there that know this. Like uh, homeschooling is not a new thing. It's been around for a very, very long time and it's not weird and it's not just for religious cults. And, uh, you know, there's a lot of incredible conversation happening in this space right now and and melding that with the the technology that we have available to us today, that there's no stopping these kids. um, Galileo already have over 250 students from around the world and they've got facilitators from around the world, something like 15 to 20 facilitators running clubs anywhere from you know languages to to chess clubs to you know your your stem subjects it's time to change it's time to move on from the completely uh like it it, it, the education system that we still put our kids into it's it's defunct it's it's over like it's it, it has to end it does nothing but harm kids and attack families and keeps people down. It does not celebrate differences. It obliterates differences. And it's just so disgusting to see. And if anybody does have strong views about that, I'm always happy to, uh, you know, my DMs are open and uh, I've got plenty of resources that people can, can draw on as well.
0: All in all, it's just another brick in the wall. I mean, this. Pink Floyd, a, a,
2: man. Yeah, Watch that video. Watch that video again. It's-, it's, Prince, it's Chris, can
3: I ask you a question? Yeah. So I'm I'm about to get married, and my fiance is uh, pretty conditioned to the normal normal pace of life. Um, h- how did you convince your wife to to choose a life of independence for for your kids?
2: This this shift has only just happened recently in Bitcoin world. It was always the women that would be the ones pushing the men with the, uh, the, the the narrative of, in my experience, at least anyway. And so, you know, I, I wind this back to 2013, 14, when we were making the decision. It was my wife pushing me. She's like, Dan, there's, there's something wrong here. Like, this this is just, this, this is not working. They're, they're just like little robots. This is black and white. This is not fun. This is just complete and utter rubbish. And at that point, they were in, we were in Singapore. We were living in Singapore with my career. And they were in a Singapore state school. And now I look back on it. My God, what a gulag. What a gulag to send kids to. Uh, we thought we were doing the right thing as parents. And I don't blame any parents for sending their kids to school because this is what society tells you to do. This is what your mom and dad tell you to do. Because they, the, the boomers, especially, you know, coming out of the Second World War, it's like, right, get everybody into, um, into school. And uh, that's where they're going to get educated. That's where they're going to learn to read. That's where they're going to get fed. It was an absolute shoo-in. Like what a sell and uh, nation states can be hide; They can hide behind this meme of free education as a human right. You know, how dare you challenge that? Um, it's just recently with the Bitcoiners, which we know is a sausage fest, right? I like it. <laughs> we need more it's women in Bitcoin. Least. We need more women in Bitcoin. Goodness. Um, but because because of this. Uh, I have guys reaching out to me all the time in my DMs, like, how do I convince my wife? And this never used to be the way. It was always the other way. But because the Bitcoiners have Bitcoin in their life and they've seen through the monetary system, they will now see through the health system and they will now see through the education system. It's just wild what Bitcoin does to you. So how do you convince her? There's no, there's, there, there's no magic potion uh, you, you're going to have to do what you do when you're orange pilling your friends, I suppose you're going to have to listen to those pain points. And then when you hear those pain points, layer on top uh, a few why questions uh, rather than go waiting in with the solution and then p- play an, on a, the odd podcast uh, when you're both in the car together or, or, or audio book. Um, like I said, th- th- there's so much information out there these days. That uh, you, you'd be able to, if you go down the rabbit hole yourself, you'd be able to pick and choose um, which which resources you think are going to resonate, you know, it, it best with with your situation. Uh,
0: you mentioned that a uh, Galileo link. Where, where did you have that link? You said you're or you're going to send it to me after the show. Yeah, uh, I
2: put it. I put it in the chat here.
0: In the chat here. Okay, so I'll end yeah. it. I'll 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 find it and I'll put it in the show notes uh, for I'll, the people. That I'll
2: DM do. you on Twitter as well.
0: Okay. Uh, Very good. Uh, You you mentioned that you had your kids at Singapore Public School. Now, I I do want to stress to everyone out there, like that it's considered like the most advanced public schools out there. Like they don't they teach Chinese? I mean, there are some smart kids from what I've heard. So, I mean, I'm sure you were interested in that system because of the, I mean, the challenging level that it's rumored to have. Correct? I mean, that that's. It's got no. a very good reputation in terms of. I was interested
2: in. I was interested in that system because we had them in private school before. Okay. Uh, we had two kids. Um, one was in private school. The other one was about to go to private school, and then my wife got pregnant. Um, we had a surprise pregnancy, and that surprise pregnancy turned out to be twins. Ooh. So now all of a sudden, I'm looking at private school fees, and I'm like, nah. That ain't working. What's our other options? <laughs> and I didn't even consider homeschooling at that point. Like no way. Like no way. No, no way. That, you know, this is how conditioned we are. Um, so it was off the state, off the state school with you. That's the only option because that was a hundred bucks a month rather than the thirty grand a year. Right? That was it. Uh, but it is so damaging. Like yes, it gets. Run up the flagpole. Singapore has the best education system, blah, 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 blah. They are killing kids. They are literally killing kids, and it's yeah. disgusting.
0: Yes, yeah. but, but most, most normies are not going to uh, see – I mean, they'll just be blinded by this is the best public education on earth type of thing. Mm-hmm. Even the best public education on earth. It's just another brick in the wall is what our, what, what our point is here. I mean, yes. It's, it's, yes. That, that, that's the overall. Okay. So let us, uh, we're, we're, we're getting here toward the end of the show here. I got to ask, uh,
3: Justin, are you,
0: are, are you going to be in Miami uh, in the 2022 to go into the Bitcoin Miami conference? Any plans?
3: I'm not sure. Uh, I'd like to, but with the, the wedding coming up and the new job Things are a little busy right now, but I did go to Bitcoin 2021 and I can say I had a great time. I met great people and I definitely uh, would advocate for it and recommend anybody who's on the fence to uh, certainly join in. It's a a pretty special environment that they, they cultivate down there. And you are friends with the guys from Bitcoin? You've written for for them before. Um, Uh, yeah, they've they've published a couple couple of my pieces. Yeah,
0: and we were on the same show, one of their shows together. That's how I know you. uh, uh, Originally, I don't know if you even remember, but we were on one of Chris with Christian and and all those dudes. Uh, It was it was a big big show back. I was oh god, I don't remember. That was the uh,
3: the drinks in quarantine. Yes, yes,
0: (laughs) yes. yes. Uh, Anything else you want to talk about that you're doing, uh, Justin? Any any you want to share any news
3: i mean congratulations on getting married soon that's a, that's a, that's big news thanks man no just uh thanks for having me on princey big fan of your podcast nice to meet you in person or through the interwebs and uh i don't know i don't really have nice much enough. to add
0: did she did she want a ring or does she want a bitcoin <laughs>
1: did
0: you, did you get her did you, did you get her As I, i've always encouraged these young guys get, get them there was a guy from south africa that i met he did get his woman a uh not a ring she wanted you know a bitcoin or a part of a bitcoin or something
3: he actually did that. uh she's got both fortunately so actually, she ended up like. uh on the right side of that trade
0: now again we don't have a lot of ladies in, in bitcoin so i know she's not watching the show right now so no. you know just in case have an insurance policy Keep keep some Bitcoin that she never knows about. And, you know, just in case things ever go wrong one day. I mean, it's, I mean this is like This is like Have an insurance policy. Uh, just have a secret, your own secret stash. There's nothing wrong with that. There is nothing. I encourage all the guys. I don't know your woman uh, and I don't know anybody's woman, but any woman you got out there, you, you guys still have a secret stash. So you you can flee if, if things get bad one day, and she won't be able to take it. Unconfiscatable. You don't want to learn. <laughs> you don't want to learn what unconfiscatable means during divorce proceedings, though. I don't wish that upon anyone, obviously. All right, uh, D- Daniel Pritz, what's uh, what any anything you want to talk about? Uh, what are you up to with the podcast? Any, uh, I mean, talking with Spetsky. You and Spetsky together, man. That that's a fun tie. That that's some awesome stuff. That best guest in the freaking space there, people. But uh, anything else you want to bring up?
2: uh no thanks justin for for listening to the show i really appreciate that uh it's it's hard to keep tracks of who who listens and who tunes in uh so always nice to uh to interact and and meet new bitcoiners um yeah uh not much not much else adam uh you know i really appreciate what you're doing still uh if nobody's listened to our show when you came on to the once bitten podcast and uh you 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 introduced yourself i told lauren my 10 year old daughter that uh, you were that crazy guy and uh, you 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 came in and you, you blew the uh, the barn doors off as always uh, so i would definitely point people to go and uh, you know listen to that
0: oh that was fun it we, so we got
2: delightful. into and I think a lot of people learn a lot about a lot of things about you that they probably had no idea. We talked about a lot of shit and you were yeah. very open. So I appreciate yeah, yeah. you coming on and giving up that time.
0: It was a beyond Bitcoin type of show. I love being other on other people's show because I just I'm letting it all loose. I'm going I don't have to plan anything. So I've told people again. If you guys have pot, pot, and people have, you know, since your show, they've they've copied you. They've invited me on their shows, and then all they got to do just give me a copy of the show so I can put it on my channel too. I will be on anyone's show, but it's I on Monday at, at two p.m. Uh, I'm I'm going to be on Anders and 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 Pubby's show. Uh, the Toxic what, Happy Hour. Yeah, Toxic. I, I'm going to be on two. That, that's two, your return, time. isn't it?
2: That'll yeah, be yeah. On, I've been on yeah. a
0: couple times. I think it's my third time on it. <laughs> right. uh, I, I'll be on their show Monday at uh, yeah t- two p.m. Uh, baltimore time so uh shocking
2: yeah. amateurs unfortunately <laughs> they're, 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 they're really trying but uh yeah it's i don't they, know they, maybe they, they'll crack it
0: they are fun and they they really it's really a happy hour their lives are freaking happy hours because i i mean they were hanging out with me in miami they were drinking uh, heavily there it was a good time so <laughs> you are are you stuck are you you think you're going to be stuck in uh, france or across the pond uh door i mean we yeah work.
2: well yeah I'm just waiting for the land of the free to open their borders that that'd be nice to the purebloods because yeah. uh, otherwise uh, I'm going to have to fake some papers uh, yeah. but we, we all want to come you know we've got tickets uh like you that the, the conference were very gracious in um, offering to to sponsor the show to to the lead up um, and if anybody um, has any ideas of of how we get the euro plebs that have chosen you know uh, against the medical tyranny. I don't know what, else, however, else to, to to phrase that. To be quite honest, then let me know. You know where it all is. Uh, <laughs> we, we, we want we want to get there. We want to come out and, and hang out with the plebs uh, and meet all the listeners uh, and anybody else that supported the show in any way. But uh, right now we're we're, we're locked out, um, and uh, unless they change, I, I ain't changing my view. So they're going to have to change their view
0: strong hand you've got conviction exactly and they will change their view eventually but will it happen uh, before april where you'll be able to buy plane tickets and do all, uh i mean it, it could happen in the spring i think winter they're going to scare everybody for a while um but the United States, there's no reason to have this ludicrous policy banning people from entering our country. It's it's so stupid. It just, it, it only hurts the people in the country. Uh, you, you could bring money to spend here. It would help the local economies, but no, they don't, they just care about the, the their blind power grab. And it is medical tyranny. It is horrifying. It is disgusting, but I will meet you one day in person. It, it will end. We will meet in person. I, I, I can't go there either. You can't go here, but uh, it, it will change. I I, I am confident. Um, this is uh, and, and whether t- maybe Texas and Florida will just have to have different uh, rules that, than uh, for international travels. Maybe it will come to that. I hope it will come to. I, well, I don't want it to. I wish the whole United States would, you know. But 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 who knows? They they can secede from America in terms of uh, airline rules, but not otherwise. I mean, who knows what can happen? That that's it's going very, in living in in the system that we do that where there are 50 different states that there are some options that do not involve full secession um uh, but uh, it is it is a shame that as it stands now you're not gonna be able to come to this freaking awesome event uh in in miami april uh april april uh 6th to 9th uh everybody use the the, the codes below adam 10 uh, what else were you about to say sorry i felt like i interrupted you
2: no, I was just going to say we need someone to uh, start Bitcoin Air. So where are all the where are all the pleb pilots? Let's. Oh let's yeah, Bitcoin go.
0: Air. Yeah, I mean, you no, know, there is a guy in Idaho. Um, at, at, at the Boise uh, meetup, he's a pilot. He was, uh, I'm sure, he would love to uh to do so. He was at the uh, Bitcoin. The last time I saw him was at the Bitcoin conference in Miami. He probably uh flew down there. I don't know if he's listening right now. But and some of you from Idaho, from Boise, might know who I'm talking about. There definitely is is a pilot. Who, I mean, he should start uh, – definitely should start Bitcoin Air. And uh, he's, a, he's, a, he's a fun freaking guy, dude. I, I love being uh, – traveling around America, I have met some great Bitcoiners from some of the wildest <laughs> places you, you can imagine. And people, watch my video. It's linked to below. I, I was just in West Virginia. I'm showing you what it's like in the ground, on the ground in America. Don't believe the stereotypes Blaming, you know, that, that the red states are full of hateful, horrible people. Um, it's, it's linked to below. I am in mean, uh, Kentucky right now. I'm in Bowling Green, Kentucky, by the way, in my, my drive across America. Yes, I was here for the tornado. Yes, I am fine. Yes, there is real destruction here. And, and, and it was – I, I I'm, it's very shocking to see what happened here. But this is – I'm living my life. Uh, everyone should be traveling. Don't believe the hype that you're going to, you know, drop dead. Uh, of some disease because you left your uh uh your little apartment in new york city that's uh you are a slave if you're stuck in your apartment in manhattan but we've got you know a lot of slaves in this country sadly so that's it uh we who knows when the uh, next one bitcoin show is we didn't have anyone ask any uh, super chat questions we 85 you send it my way we'll do that show but don't worry this week of bitcoin super spreading bitcoin 2022 we'll be bet- net back next week Probably on Friday, which is uh, a Christmas Eve uh, day. I don't, you know, I don't celebrate that, but it might be hard to get people that day. We might do it on Thursday instead. So stay tuned, everyone. I do celebrate Shabbat. So Shabbat Shalom, everybody. I hope you have a great weekend and I uh, hope everyone's enjoying time with their families. There's a lot of you are going to take off next week. A lot of you have take, taken off of work for months and months and are living off the government right now. But <laughs> a lot of other, others of you will be just taking off from your regular jobs. I will be doing what I always do, living the Vida Loca, doing the freaking show. Everybody again, Shabbat Shalom, be a unique beast, strong hand, uh, and thank you guest. You freaking rocked it. See you later. We're ending it now. Bye-bye. Thanks, everybody. All right. That ended it on that.